0: God's grace, peace, and mercy be with you today. Lord, have mercy upon us. Hear us as we cry out for your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. As I mentioned on the cover of your bulletin, the Amazon River has something significant to teach us about an illustration for today and the cross of Jesus Christ as we look at these two pictures. When you hear the word Amazon, What do you think? Amazon.com? How many of you shop Amazon.com? Probably a lot of you do. If you haven't, you probably will, or at least he's hoping you will. Amazon.com got its name from the Amazon River. Interesting story. There's the Amazon River, there's the Amazon Forest, which is the huge forest that Kind of surrounds the Amazon territory, the river flows. And of course, you've been hearing about the Amazon fires, all the fires that are burning in the Amazon, which is burning up our oxygen supply, supposedly. And so we've heard the word Amazon a lot lately. But it's interesting that Amazon.com, Jeff Bezos, the founder, started out with $10,000 and said he's going to sell books online and hoped to be able to sell all kinds of other products eventually. He took that 10000 and turned it over to a trillion-dollar operation in 25 years. Amazing. He got his image from the Amazon River, and that's why he calls it Amazon.com. Because you see, the Amazon River is a magnificent river. It carries more water than any other river in the world. It's the second longest river in the world, 4,000 miles. What's the longest river? Anybody know? The Nile. The Nile is just a little bit longer, but the Nile is not as important, nor does it have the features that the Amazon does, nor does it carry the water that the Amazon does. The Amazon has more than 1,100 Tributaries. That's a lot of tributaries. That means streams and rivers flowing into the Amazon to make it larger as it flows along. The word Amazon comes from a word meaning strong or warrior. It's six miles wide in most places. It can go to 120 miles wide in flood stage where it deposits rich nutrients on the land and raises wonderful crops for the farmers and amazon.com got its name from the Amazon River because he thought about the CEO thought about he could deliver products to man, he could bring things to customers that no other site on the web does this. He made a magnificent thing. He did it to enrich lives of people, he said. With all the tributaries that the Amazon River has, he thought about all the companies and so forth that could produce products, put them on his line, his river, and he could sell them and bring services to people. Amazing things are going to happen in the future. with Companies like Amazon.com Everything's going to be pretty well ordered probably eventually by your iPad or your iPhone is going to be delivered to you by probably a drone dropping it off on your front porch. An example is our water filter in our refrigerator filled up and the red light went on a couple weeks ago. And We normally go down to the appliance store where we bought the refrigerator and get a water filter. So we went down there to get one and they said, oh, we don't sell them anymore, that refrigerator is too old, but you can go get it at Amazon.com. Sure enough, we looked up Amazon.com and there was our water filter. We ordered it in a couple days. It was on our, in our mail. God's mercy is like that Amazon River. Mercy flows, as the picture shows us, from Jesus Christ at the cross. Mercy flows to us, to the world. This is how God deals with you, with mercy It's his mercy that you must have in order to survive. Mercy has many tributaries flowing into it, just like the Amazon River has tributaries flowing into it. Things like compassion, wonderful treatment, forgiveness, love, blessings of all kinds, health, relief from whatever you're dealing with, pardon, all comes flowing in to the mercy that comes to us through Jesus Christ, what a blessing we have. Just as the amazon.com provides for and enhances people's lives, so God's mercy enlarges and enhances your life and my life, because we have to face the fact that we are sinners. You failed this week to love God above all things, or I think you did. I did. I failed to love my neighbor as myself, and you probably did too. You failed. We're sinners. So we might say, well, what's justice? Do we deserve justice? If you want justice, you get hell. That's what you get. You don't want justice. What you need is mercy. And that's what God gives us, mercy. Get the publican, the tax collector, in the gospel lesson today. He cried out, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. It's called the Kyrie Eleison. We sang that today in the liturgy a few minutes ago. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. That's the Kyrie. It says right there in your worship folder. The Kyrie. Lord, Eleison, have mercy. Without this prayer... Christianity would be a philosophy, a history, or simply a code that would do you no good. David, in the psalm, said, God, be merciful to me. I have sinned against you. That's what David had to cry out for, mercy. Our cry, too, is the Kyrie. Lord, have mercy on me. Christ, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. Without that cry, you and I would have no hope. And it has to come from the heart. A cry of desperate need. I have a desperate need for God's mercy. And when I cry out to God, the good news is, He will not despise that cry. He will give the answer to me is mercy. Because you see, mercy, though, is not what we deserve. There's a story of the mother who was pleading with Napoleon, the great emperor, years ago to spare her son that was condemned. Her son was condemned to die. And she asked Napoleon to spare her son. And Napoleon replied back to the mother, Justice demands his life. But sir, sobbed the mother, not justice, but mercy. Napoleon said back, he does not deserve mercy. But sir, she said, if he, doesn't, if he doesn't deserve it, it would not be mercy. If he deserves it, it would not be mercy. Ah, yes, how true, said Napoleon. I will give mercy. Ah, yes, Jesus says, I will give you mercy. You see, the Father in heaven looks down upon us and sees our sin. He has to deal with it. It has to be punished. And so he sent his son Jesus to take that punishment, to die on the cross, pour out his blood for you and me, that we might have salvation, forgiveness, forgiveness. And that's mercy, pure mercy. And so Jesus is our mediator, it says in Hebrews. He pleads your case and my case to the Father. And the Father says, I'm going to send these people to hell. And Jesus says, no, 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 you can't. I plead their case. Have mercy on them. Because of my death on the cross. Because of my shedding my blood for them that they might be forgiven and have life. Jesus pleads, your case and my case. And God says, ah, ah, yes, how true. I will have mercy. We, not, we dare not stand before the throne of God and ask that we be given what we deserve because we don't deserve anything. Our cry has to be, Lord, be merciful to me. And then the miracle The miracle of mercy is yours and mine. You see, God's heart is a heart of love, a heart of mercy, a heart of forgiveness. Maybe you've heard of the Jesus Prayer. It's primarily practiced in the Eastern Orthodox Church more than the Western Church. But the Eastern Orthodox Prayer is the Kyrie Eleison, Lord, have mercy. And many people pray that every day, during the day, a lot. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. It's so important that we incorporate it in our communion liturgy. In the hymn that we sang it this morning, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. We plead mercy to God. And he comes to us in mercy, in the word and the sacrament. It's interesting, if you go back and get the research from the word mercy, it comes from an old Greek word for oil. Yeah, olive oil a substance used as a soothing agent for bruises and wounds. The oil was poured on the wound and gently massaged right into the wound, giving relief. A soothing, comforting thing to happen when people rub the oil in on people's wounds, the injured part. It demonstrated love, And that's where the word mercy comes from. God demonstrating his love, soothing you with his mercy, rubbing you with his oil of love and mercy. When we cry out, Lord, have mercy, is to say, Lord, soothe me. Get me through whatever I'm going through. Comfort me. Take my pain, Lord. Relieve me. Show me your steadfast love, Lord. That's the cry of mercy. Got an interesting, rich meaning in the past. God wants to soothe you. So, we ask for his loving mercy. We ask for his compassion when we cry out, Lord, have mercy. Maybe you need mercy right now, today, where you're sitting here, for some reason. Maybe you've got a pain, a hurt, a sickness a broken relationship with somebody, financial crisis, something going on in your life, you can cry out for mercy today. If you have any need, your cry for mercy goes before the throne of God. And God hears that cry. And he rubs and soothes you with mercy when you truly cry out for it. You see, Jesus on the cross, is our source of mercy. The Amazon River is a great river and many tributaries and many blessings. Amazon.com is a blessing for people that want to order stuff and stay at home and wait. But think what mercy you have here today. You hear the word of God, you pray for mercy, and he provides a meal for you. Think of this, millions of people throughout the world today, are taking the body and blood of Jesus. That's a miracle. How can that be? It's a miracle. But the Christian church, everywhere that's celebrating the Lord's Supper today, is taking the blood of Christ. This stream that flows from the cross, with all these tributaries coming to it, with all the blessings for you, you can take his body and blood and hear the good news. Take, eat, take, drink for the forgiveness of your sins. What joy! What mercy God has for you and me today. Hebrews 4.16 puts it this way. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. Wow, that's a beautiful passage in Hebrews. Let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive, what? Mercy. And find grace to help us in time of need. Got a need? Take it to the throne of Jesus. And he will give you mercy. Kyrie eleison. Lord, have mercy. Today, it was mercy for me. Next week, next Sunday, Say, what does it mean to practice mercy for us, for others, for the church, for the country, for the world, in the broad sense? Today's the narrow sense my need for mercy. Next week, the need of the world for mercy. And so, the cry of the church, and your cry this week, needs to be Kyrie eleison. That's the Hebrew word for Lord have mercy, or Greek word for Lord have mercy. A beautiful prayer. And he comes to us today in the word, in the sacraments. God is a merciful God. He loves you through his son, Jesus Christ. The Amazon River may be a great river, and truly it is. And Amazon.com does a great service to people who want to order stuff. But Jesus.com is the ultimate source of wonder and mercy and joy. And it's free. That's the amazing thing. You see, if you order on Amazon.com, you've got to pay for it. You've got to get your credit card out and put it on there and pay for the product you're buying. Then you've got to wait for it to pop up and say, I would deliver it in three days or five days or two weeks, whatever it says. But when you cry out to God for mercy, you don't have to get your credit card out or checkbook. It's free. And you don't have to wait next week or the next day. It's yours immediately. Lord, have mercy. Amen.